This is this is an acceptable solution for the time being. This will this will this will this will do. <laughs> anyway, hey, let's let's just start off and say welcome to the retro breakdown. I've been having tech issues, but we're good now. Yeah, yeah. you sound so excited. Like, yeah, mm. I'm so tired, man. <laughs> I'm, yes. I was up until four thirty in the morning working last night. Jeez, and then Jeez. woke up to finish. Yeah, that's that's and, a that, long and day. I'm not actually finished. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm mostly finished, but I need oh, oh god, <laughs> I've got like five emails. It's fine. It's okay. fine. Are we still are we still the retro breakdown? <laughs> we're still the like we're definitely a breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> so we're part of we're we're almost there. You bring the retro and I'll bring the breakdown. <laughs> at least half at least half of the listeners of this podcast just said mood. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, um to 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 lighten the mood, let's yeah, talk about you... politics. No, no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I actually, I don't have, I don't have any politics to talk about. I just uh, the, last like, week we got kind of heavy into it. I guess it's been like two weeks for us in real in the real world. But yeah, yeah. Let's let's have two consecutive. Let's have two consecutive podcasts where we talk about politics <laughs> and then a game starring a monkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I, I was actually trying to look for maybe another game we could play starring a monkey um for 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 next week and then was like nah I don't I don't we don't need to Joe and Mac this. is kind of monkey adjacent true I would I would play I, you know I've played the first one but I never finished it and I don't know if I ever played the second one thankfully Nintendo brought them to the Nintendo Switch online because god that's what they needed Yep I, Hey that's actually that's actually an interesting segue Oh okay because I haven't talked to you about this, but um, you know what they, you know what Nintendo could add to Switch Online? What? But that they refuse to? That everyone that? keeps asking them to every single time they release anything? Earthbound? Yes. <laughs> they will never do that. Yes. Ever. Do you know what Jesse and I started playing last weekend? Oh, Earthbound? Yeah. Wow, you yeah, because you guys were trying to figure out what you were going to play next after yeah. after six is all done, and now six which is done, we did. I'm guessing. Yeah, we <laughs> we actually finished it. Um, we so mine and Jesse's uh, ten year anniversary was uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. and or exciting congratulations! The, or at the at the time of this podcast release, like ten days ago. Ten, yeah, but um, the. Uh, we had a we had a good day. We we decided to celebrate by having what a year and a half ago would have been considered a normal day. <laughs> Does that mean you got food? Yes. <laughs> we went to a restaurant and ate in the restaurant for the first Whoa. time since like last February, like last February. Yeah, that sounds right. It's kind of crazy when you think about it, isn't it? Mm hmm. Yeah, just like just. It was it was so weird because it was just like it was just stuff that we would do a couple times a week. Yeah, just without even thinking about without it. Without even thinking about it. And like because things have been so crazy, it was it felt a it felt appropriate to do as a as a celebration for 10 years of marriage. <laughs> hey, to let's just get some go food. out to a to just go out to our Korean restaurant and then 
put on your Sunday best. And then just go to like big lots and target <laughs> just, and like just do a little shopping. Yeah, and we didn't even really buy anything. We bought like a couple of weird snacks that were on clearance, but like we mostly just like to walk around stores and window shop and play why, Pokemon why are, Go and why are clearance snacks actually kind of awesome? They're so good. Did you see what we got? No, no. We they're like we got all this weird stuff. We got like some corn puffs that were flavored like an orange creamsicle. <laughs> that sounds terrible and excellent all at once. It was surprisingly neither. <laughs> it was like it, it tasted, was good enough. It tasted exactly the way that it should have, but was surprisingly bland in that. Weird. I know it was kind of bizarre. You know, good, a good enough snack is really underrated. In fact, good enough is usually underrated. It's true. Because we always, everyone wants the best or whatever. Like everyone's, you know, you want, you, you Googled best toothbrush or whatever that one comedian was joking about that, mm -hmm. that we've all uh, got wrapped up in. But, but really, you know, good enough is good enough is good enough. <laughs> like, it is. Especially it's, 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 I don't mean to, to, to get all, uh, I don't know what the word is exactly, but really you, as a person, just, just strive for good enough. You don't need to be better than that. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be the best. Just, just be a good enough human, what, whatever that means to you. And I think, I think we'd all be well on the way of, of a better world. Yeah. Like there's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, there's like a lot of ways you can go with it. It's just like, there is like, you should always try to like improve. Oh, sure. Sure. To I don't some mean extent, that. but you should also be happy with like, you should also be happy when like what you're doing is good enough. Yeah. Like you don't, like, you don't need to be better than the, the next person that, or even like, sure, sure. Sure. You can strive to be a better you every day, blah, blah, blah. But I, I mean, really at the end of the day, if, if I don't know, if you were just a good enough person to get through the day where then that's, that's, I feel like that's fine. Yeah. We, celebrate we, the we, little victories. We really get hung up on all of the stuff we don't do as opposed to. Yeah. That's true. Just being happy with, you know, being a functional human. <laughs> That's it's really true. Like, you know, if you if you spend your whole life just beating yourself up because you're not as good as you could be, yeah. Then like you could improve every day, but then like instead of being proud of the of, of where you are and the improvement that you've made, you just you just beat yourself up over where you're not. And then you spend yeah. your whole life that way, and then you die feeling like a failure, even though you've gotten better as a person every single day. Right. And it's yeah, like, that's, that's that no way sucks. to live. And, and and I'm not saying you shouldn't do something that is as, as a, you know, if you want to exercise or whatever, you want to learn a language, go ahead and do little things for it. But if, if you get into it and you decide that it sucks or it's not for you, like, don't don't be mad about it. You gave it a shot. You tried it. Mm -hmm. Like you, it's, it's one of those things that you can easily beat yourself up over for the rest of your life for not being, for not doing or whatever. And, and really, I don't know. I, I think, I think we should celebrate the good enoughs as opposed to the bests. And, and I also, in, in that same vein, I, I would like to say that I don't like participation trophies. So I'm not trying to pretend that everything needs to be, oh, let's like, you, you can celebrate the best, but as an individual, it's okay to to celebrate being good enough. Do you, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm totally okay with saying, yeah, this person got first place and, and you didn't. And that's, that's fine. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's going to happen in life. Uh, 
but at the same time, it's like, hey, you did a good job. You 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 know, you played the thing or you you tried it out, and you know, we we can still go get ice cream or whatever it is that that celebrates that idea. So I'm I'm not trying to say that we can't celebrate being the best, uh, but at the same time, it's we really overlook good enough. And that's yeah. that's that's my uh, my my <laughs> my sermon for this episode. Your deep ass discussion. <laughs> Segwaying off quest. of orange cream pop corn puffs. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of it just kind of spiraled because I was like, it was neither gross nor great. Right. It right. just like it had the flavor it was supposed to, and it was pretty good, but it wasn't like. Yeah, well, and I think I was about to knock it actually. Like my my first thought was, oh wow, like whatever, and I was like, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> they tried. They good they they did the best they enough. could. <laughs> it really is so what what other flavors did you have because we only got to hear one i think yeah so there were the orange cream pop was <laughs> the orange cream sickle or whatever was probably the weirdest sounding flavor sure um they were and they're like they weren't like the they weren't like the full like puff cheeto style ones they were more like the uh they were more like the um Oh God! What's the word for it? Hmm. The um, like the little balls, the cheese balls. Oh yeah, All yeah, cheese balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was basically those, but not cheese. Okay. So those we had those in the <laughs> creamsicle flavor. We got those in s'mores flavor. S'mores, interesting. Which was basically just chocolate. But I was going to ask how how they differentiate it because usually the s'mores, if they when they try to do it like that, they just give it a vanilla flavor for the like the marshmallow kind of or something. Yeah, it was kind of like that. It was, it, it tasted vaguely of, it was primarily chocolate. It had like a vague, almost like Oreo cream type of flavor. Oh, interesting. It was, that was actually pretty good. I actually liked that one better. Yeah, I would, I would dig that. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Um, Then we got like actual, like full, like bendy cheese poof Cheeto Ooh, yeah. flavored uh they that was hot honey <laughs> oh that sounds awesome and that was really good jesse and i went through that whole like it was only like it was only like a it was like a small bag okay not like a not like the little 25 cent bag that you get at subway or whatever but so it's like kind of like a normalish size bag it's just not like the not like the family size doritos bag <laughs> right right it was like between those which is sizes. half filled with air anyways. Yes. God, that pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I get it cuz it, it like it's sort of just like padding so that they don't all uh so they don't all break in transit, but they still all break in transit and it's obviously <laughs> just there to make it look like you're getting more than you are. You know, I never thought about that. I always just figured it was some marketing thing, but maybe maybe there's I think maybe it's there's both. Okay, okay. I think they could probably fill the bag with air to give it some cushion so it doesn't get crushed. Sure. And also not make it three times the size of the actual contents. <laughs> because I feel like it's it's really it's really sad. Like you open up this brand new bag, it's it's the size of your body, and you're like, what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Where's mm-hmm. the other half? Did I did I miss them? <laughs> have I have I made a mistake? So Jesse and I that apparently Big Lot sells those for like a dollar. Uh wow. this one was uh this one was going to expire in three days yes yeah so it was like 20 so cents. it was 25 cents yes and we uh did not Immediate let that bag purchase. expire i was about to say no nah that was you were that was 
that was an easy purchase. Yeah, no, we we ripped through that faster <laughs> than any of the rest. The, the other ones we had for like a couple days, and we kind of picked at them here and there. Yeah. We opened that bag, and we were like, "Holy shit!" And then yeah. they were, and then they were just gone. That's the most dangerous kind of snack when you open it, and you're like, "Well, this is this is now dinner." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else did we have? You oh, we what? had, and we got a bag of potato chips that were like cheddar horseradish flavored oh that sounds so good holy crap it's like cheddar sour cream but with like a little bite to them yep, that sounds that's exactly fantastic. what it was it was it was just a cheddar sour cream chip with that little bit of like nose burning horseradish flavor. oh my god that sounds that sounds that would have been the chip of choice for me yeah followed was... by the the honey one well i mean just j- judging by the name alone because obviously i don't know what it tasted like but they the... were good they were good um that sounds fun so I used to really be into trying the the Lay's potato chips when they would every year, you know, they had like the flavor challenge or something. Oh, yeah. They, there's like, like three of them where they were like all uh, like, all, diff- like, like next to each other. Yeah. And they're supposed to be created by the, I don't know, regular people like you. Um, they, I think there was one year they had like a, they had like there was a sriracha and then like a chicken and waffles flavor. Yeah. And, and biscuits and gravy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I tried all of those. I I always liked trying them because it was fun. My sister and I would, you know, we'd buy the bags and. Wasn't and dill pickle chips. one of those flavors at some point? I think that's just a standard flavor, actually. Hmm. I'm pretty sure you can just walk Did in and not get dill you... pickles. But wasn't it something like... Oh, oh, it might have been created for that I feel like event. maybe it know. was a flavor, and then it did really well, so they were like, we'll just keep this. That's totally possible. Yeah, I think they, they used to keep whatever flavor did well. But anyways, a couple, maybe two or three years ago, I don't know, they, they started trying, like, I don't... Too many meat-flavored chips... And we opened the bag one time. I can't even, I don't remember what it was. Um, but we opened the bag and we, we smelled, we're like, this is, oh my God, I've, why did we, oh, we should not have smelled this if we wanted to eat them. Like they were <laughs> so disgusting. And then they tasted terrible too. And so we, we tried a few more, but any meat flavored chips, I, I gotta say, I don't know what they're doing at their flavor factory, but good Lord, they are disgusting. Not a fan. All right. <laughs> I uh I don't know what you're I don't know which flavor you're talking about specifically, but I'm very familiar with that feeling of like, hey, let's open this bag of this strange flavored chip and then you, like you pop it open right below your face and you're like, "Oh. Oh no. Oh, oh no, no, no. It's it's it 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 would happen uh if you're trying fun flavored chips and like japan i imagine korea has mm. flavored chips but you know what you're getting yep. into when you open them because it's like hey this is flavored like fish yeah like yeah i don't really want to eat these but i need to buy them one time <laughs> like, yeah i want to try them that was me why. and shrimp chips yeah exa- exactly exactly the shrimp chips are really big in in japan and korea mm-hmm. and like honestly i get it because i've had them a couple times and it, i don't i don't like shrimp but like, so I'm not a big fan of the flavor of shrimp chips, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, this does actually kind of work for a chip if you like this flavor. Sure, I can see that. Like, I can I can sort of like step back from it and be like, oh, yeah, no, this is this is not bad. This is right, OK. Right. But like, it's not, you know, the flavor's not for me, but it's not. I, I can tell that it is not objectively terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like. You know, yeah, no, you there know are... there's the difference between, like, this is revolting and someone might like this, but I'm not one of them. Yeah, so actually, uh, those flavored chips, there was one, when I actually in, was enjoying the different ones, there was one that was, like, a, supposed to be a cappuccino-flavored chip, 
and I bought like a small bag at the gas station. And the the attendant at the gas station was like, dude, don't buy these. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, they're the worst thing I've ever had. And I was like, no, come on, I'm, I'm going to buy them. And he's like, whatever, they're just disgusting. And I, I was like, okay, yeah, okay. And opened them up and I was, they were, they were absolutely horrible, which I feel like a cappuccino chip could be all right. I don't yeah. know. But it mostly just tasted like burnt coffee grounds kind of dusted on a not well-baked chip. So he, he mm. was totally right. <laughs> There's, I, I found like, I've tried a fair share of like sweet flavored potato chips. Mm-hmm. And some of them work and some of them just do not. Yeah. Because ultimately, like, the potato chip itself has a flavor. And well, it's, it's got a, the oil that's baked into it too, right? Yes. Like, So it's got that oily, salty flavor. Mm-hmm. I won't say it's necessarily a potato flavor because I feel like that's kind of just <laughs> yeah, it's, like. It's not really a potato flavor. You're right. But like, it's, there it's is potato-esque. a distinct, there is a distinct flavor of like the plain potato chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the absolutely. oil and the salt give it a distinct flavor, and if you put anything sweet over top of that, it is like, it can be pretty, pretty, pretty tragic. Yeah, it is. It is still blending with the the oily, salty flavor of the actual potato chip. You can't take that away. Right. So you yeah. can't just put some like you can't just put like chocolate over top of that, and well, but a chocolate flavored potato chip is delicious. I'm trying to think of what um, what I'm thinking of specifically. It was churro. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think it's entirely dependent upon the 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 factory that brewed up the flavor of whatever they're pouring mm-hmm. all over the the thing, right? Yeah. Because because those the the flavor scientists they they they're doing a, a lot of work here while they try to recreate things that probably shouldn't be recreated, uh, and and sometimes it just doesn't work out. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, oh, that was. Why did you do that? And then they sometimes use those flavors to, what what, what are those those beans called? That the bean boozled. Oh Whatever, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, I mean, think think about that for a minute. So like the flavor scientist people, mm-hmm. they have to sit there and try a bunch of different kinds of flavors to figure out which nasty cherry flavor they want to have flavor their cherry candy. That is not true. All cherry, like not all cherry candy is bad, but it has a very distinct flavor a lot of times, right? Yeah. Now. Someone had to sit there and try this until they got spoiled milk or dog food. What, like, what, how much money do you think that person got paid? Because I'm going to guess they were not very well compensated. See, I wonder personally yeah. if, uh, if the people designing the flavor are the same people tasting the flavor. I, or I if those know. are different jobs. Right, yeah, it might be. Well, like, so MSU when they were trying to make new flavors of muffins or something through one of the departments, they had a thing where you could go, they'd pay you to sit in a room and try a bunch of different cakes and stuff. Um, and I didn't do it cause that's not really my thing, but Leticia wanted to try it. And she was like, yeah, this one's terrible. It was some weird strawberry flavor. I was like, what did you eat? Like, I don't even know what you ate. Like it makes me uncomfortable thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, so who knows? I get that, and I don't entirely disagree. However, like, I mean, MSU's not. We live in a society, man. <laughs> I hate. I hate that we can accidentally say that, and it fits. <laughs> no, I mean, like, food science is a thing. Yeah. There's a lot of humans, and we all need to be fed. And there is a whole there. People have figured out for a long time 
that when you add things to when you add extra stuff to the things that you put in your mouth, it makes the experience different. Mm-hmm. And that's just become like a very, very sophisticated science over hmm. time. And well, there's know, a lot sometimes, of money in that, right? Sometimes sometimes it plays out as, you know, let's find which herbs we're going to put on this piece of meat in the frying pan. And sometimes it's people in a laboratory being like, all right, if we take the extract from the shells of these crushed bugs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then combine it with these two preservative chemicals. Then we can totally make this. Uh, we can totally make this yogurt <laughs> taste like a taste like a pie. <laughs> it's true. That's that's just uh, that's just the world we live in. And honestly, just... they do a good job. Shit's delicious, man. Oh, they do a great job. I mean, to be honest, as long as you don't really look at what's in stuff, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I hate that you put it that way, but it's super true. <laughs> you don't want to know. You really don't. I It's just like, it, it's like anything else. It's like, you it's know true. what? That's, like, I mean, that's why that saying is there, right? Like, the you don't want to see how the, uh, the, sausage the sausage is made. Is made. Yeah. It's like anything else. It's like, you know what? There are people who are more qualified <laughs> and better trained than me to determine whether or not the stuff that they are putting in this food to make it taste this way is safe for consumption. Yeah. Yeah. That's not my job. I hope. <laughs> and you know, you can, you can do all the Google searches you want to be like, well, they say it's safe, but actually this and this and this, and it's like, maybe some of that's true, but I can't verify that. And neither can you with a Google search. And my God, this tastes good. (laughs) If the if the FDA says it's okay, yes, there's a chance that they're wrong or that. Yes, there's a chance. Yeah. Yes, there's a chance that money exchanged hands. But like, I don't have any control over that. And it's, you know, shit. We talked about politics, kind of. I mean, (laughs) sort of. I don't have any control over that. And it's not any different than like. You know, someone who's like, well, I eat all organic food. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well. Well, hey, I think all of our food's organic. Unless you're eating plastic. I, well, I mean, I do like Twizzlers. True, true. <laughs> I, You know, I haven't had a Twizzler in a long time. I had Twizzlers nice. nibs yesterday. What the what the hell are nibs? Oh, it's just like, like rather than like the long licorice style stick, it's just like little, it's like just a little, like little like bits. A, like a button? Ooh, let me let me see. Twizzler nibs like NIB. Yep. Oh, hey. Oh yeah, they're kind of cute. Yeah. I feel like I've seen commercials of these where they fill them with something, and I don't need my Twizzler. Filled oh with yeah, no, I'm Twizzler. not into that. No. Like gushers oh. are where I draw the line at things inside that are liquid. Yo, Even we then, also that's not my favorite. So for our anniversary, we also went to yes. Krispy Kreme. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Delightful. we have vaccine cards, so we get free, so we oh, get free donuts. Right. <laughs> that's right, of course. So uh, we uh, we hit up the uh, we hit Krispy up the Krispy Kreme. It was actually a really like going back to we started talking about snacks for a while, but like it was actually a really really fun day. We went out for Korean food. We went out to like all these different uh, all these different stores and just shopped around for random snacks. Yeah, um, mask on, of course. Even though like that's. Maybe we don't need to, but I still 
feel better having it on? Yeah, I think that one is is it, once you're vaccinated, I feel like at that point it's it's sort of it's sort of up to you whatever you want to do. I mean, like, honestly, like I lived in Korea for a year as I obsessively tell everyone without ever stopping. You lived um, in Korea? <laughs> and like masks just go on in other countries when for any number of reasons. Yeah, you, you feel like a little you feeling a little sniffly? Exactly. Put on a mask so you don't cough and sneeze on people. Yeah, cuz it's nasty, friend. Yeah, is is the pollution is the pollution bad? Is there a lot of smog? Is the air quality bad? Put on a mask to filter out some of the air particles. Are yeah. the, are you having bad allergies? Put on a mask to limit the amount of pollen that goes directly into your nostrils. I mean, it's it's just polite. Yeah, it's 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 polite and it's helpful for like other reasons. It just it just prevents the spread of other germs and illness, and also like protects you from just other air particles and stuff. So it's not like it's a bad, I'm not saying we need to wear it all the time, but like, I'm also not saying that it's something where we have to just go back to never wearing them ever. There's reasons to have them on just for normal health reasons. Well, and, and the, just like you were saying, like normal health reasons, like the flu will be lower if everybody Mm -hmm. wore a mask. Like that's just, just how it would work. Yeah. That's another thing is cold and flu season. People, people go out in masks just to, protect themselves and others like yeah. just simple stuff like that i so. mean literally just do it from a selfish point of view <laughs> literally i don't want to get sick like which is kind of the same thing as before right right it's 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 weird that it all that masks got so politicized but literally we've talked about that <laughs> yeah anyway um, so so we went out we walked around the mall a little bit went into like one store didn't buy anything yeah. It was it was okay. actually really sad because the uh, well, the first of all, the mall that we used to go to all the time, we used to live a couple blocks from it. Now we live yeah. like across town. OK, because we because we moved mm-hmm. and uh, and it was it was like our first time back. Well, my first time back mm-hmm. since um, since we moved and our tea, our go to tea place isn't there anymore. Oh, which we bad. we knew this. Um, David's tea actually like a couple months into the pandemic announced that they were closing all of their U S locations Oof! and we're going to basically just, they're a Canadian company, but they had like several dozen, uh, U S stores. Yeah. And they just were like, yeah, we got to close all of our U S locations, but you can still order online. So that's too bad. So we still can, but it's not the same as being able to like go in and smell the tea and get like a. Didn't they give you cool samples and stuff? Because I remember you talking yeah. about. I remember you you were you had like the a little pipe dream. You were like, hey, maybe they'll sponsor me someday, kind of yeah. a thing, right? It was more of a. I mean, they sort of that would have been cool. They sort of did, but not. Yeah, like didn't they give directly? Yeah, they're they're part of a larger like affiliate marketing. There, there's like an affiliate marketing company that mm-hmm. handles like referral codes and and not so much sponsorships, but but just sort of like marketing codes for like hundreds of different businesses. And Davis T happens to be one of them. That's so cool. So it, it actually makes sense they ha- that they have those kind of companies. Yeah. Because for for I mean it's still the wild west in terms of how any of this is going to work in the long run. But uh, I, I imagine people were. <laughs> Tired of, I mean, I'm sure they still get them, but it was probably hard to decide which small streamer do we give referral codes to because there's, it's really hard to determine, you know, who is, 
who's a legitimate person to give these things right, to. Right, right. And I think, like, with affiliate marketing, you don't have to really... Like, you basically just have the disclaimer of, like, yeah, you can get a code. This isn't an endorsement. Right, right. But, like, if you if you use word of mouth to get someone to buy our products and they use they you can give them this link and we'll give you we'll give you a cut for basically advertising for us yeah so i mean it's it's fairly risk-free for them because they can just like encourage word of mouth advertising for a real and they don't have to like put out extra money it's just like oh yeah here's you know three percent or five percent or whatever Mm -hmm. so so yeah i do technically have that but i I forgot about that that's right i do technically have that but yeah it was it was sad because not only is the tea place gone like Mm -hmm. and we were in there so often that we actually knew the people who worked there (laughs) like by name right right we'd walk by and they'd be like hey you guys buying stuff what you buying (laughs) and uh and now not only is it gone, but it's some it's some crappy jewelry store now. Huh. In the in that space. It's it hits hard, man. It's, it's hard. It's like it's like not only is my favorite store gone, but they've replaced it with like my least favorite kind of store. <laughs> Don't you just have lots of jewelry though? Like rings on every finger. Oh yeah, it was just blinged up all the time. You got that you got that sick drip going. Oh my god. I only learned that that word was a thing in terms of like fashion like 2 weeks ago. Yeah, me too. The only reason I heard it is cuz I was watching uh somebody talk about I, I was um somebody was doing like a Monster Hunter build video and I was like, "Oh, this seems kind of interesting. I'll check it out." And he just kept talking about his drip. And I was like, "What the hell is drip? Like what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I don't understand what you're saying." Cuz I was like, "Am I missing something about Monster Hunter? Is this like a term I don't know?" So I googled what is drip? <laughs> I was like, ah. It's, Thanks, it's... Urban Dictionary. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. Yes, yes. Yeah, that is. You can Google it now, too. <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone, I think we're probably the lame ones, and everyone yes. else probably already knew. That is not, that is, I don't even know if that's up even for debate. <laughs> like, I'm I, pretty I, sure that's just, that's it, just what it is. I'm pretty sure it's, it's just for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's all right. I'm okay being the lame one. Yeah, and I it's sort of my brand at this point. <laughs> well, especially when it comes to fashion, I will Oh, yeah, be the for lame sure. One. I am the I mean, <laughs> it was it became a joke even around the department where I would wear just gym shorts and a graphic t-shirt and sandals to like teach classes and go to important meetings and like, "Oh, well, there's Tom. You can hear him flip-flopping down the hallway." Yep. <laughs> It's like, well, I don't know. What's what's the big deal? Closer, closer. I'm co- the important bits are covered. Hey, listen, I will step up to khaki shorts and tennis shoes if I'm if I absolutely must. But the graphic T-shirt is not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can. <laughs> I suppose I can wear pants with with like a button or a zipper or whatever or shorts. Excuse me. But I don't know. Gym shorts are so comfy. <laughs> you corrected yourself like no no i i will not no, wear no. pants let me correct God. the record on this hey hey latice and i oh well, i guess i wore a suit in, in in brazil but our wedding here was was uh shorts and a, and a I, I wore a i wore a button-down shirt <laughs> i mean 
yes, but you were also dressed appropriately for the venue. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 right. <laughs> Do you want to tell the listeners where you had your wedding? Oh, I, I think we talked about it before. It was at Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Um, it was a good time. I used like all of your play cards to go play Yahtzee. I mean, dude, the best thing about one of the best parts about the wedding, which I think my mom was a little worried about at first because <laughs> Dave and Buster's lost power. And oh, yeah, so, that's right. And so to make up for losing power, they were like, oh, yeah, here, everyone just gets free, free, like all games are free for an hour or whatever it was. Because my, so my cousins just went nuts and played like all of the all of like the the ticket ones and the one there's mm-hmm. one that gives you candy that was literally empty, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Because at one point I was like, how are these how much money did 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 they spend? Because like there's no way that you can get that many toys from Dave and Buster's with like the one twenty dollar play card or whatever that everybody got. And then I was like, oh, I didn't realize everyone got free, free things. Man, that's so cool. I'm so glad we lost power. <laughs> Not something you usually say on a wedding day. Nope. But, but it was, it was I great. mean, well, I think the key, I think the key here is that the power came back. True, true, true. It was only gone for a little bit. So, like, if it had stayed out, it would have actually been significantly worse. Yeah, it was actually a really short power outage in terms of power outages where I, I literally didn't know it was a pro, like a thing right. until later. <laughs> yeah, it um, was like, oh, like you weren't inconvenienced, but you were uh, it, like <laughs> you, well, weren't it was, really, you weren't really terribly inconvenienced, but you did benefit from them making up for the inconvenience that it yeah. wasn't. It's the best kind of inconvenience. Yeah. Uh, we, we had lost power at my mom's house. So technically we didn't have power in the morning. Like when we were, like when I was getting ready and stuff, but mm-hmm. we, we live uh, in the boonies. So we have like a well and a generator and all that stuff. Um, so we just boot up the generator and the well worked just fine. Cause mm-hmm. it's not on, it's a different power source. Like it doesn't need the same thing as, as the rest of the house and everything. Um, but that was so that was that was I think my mom was worried about that, obviously, because <laughs> she's going to a wedding and there's no power in the house at you know, whatever time in the morning it was when she woke up. I was like, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is fine. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's it's like if you ever have you ever been to a restaurant and you're just like there and you're hanging out with friends, and you're just having a conversation and just sitting there for a while. Yeah. And like it takes your food like forever to come out. It's like an hour, hour and a half, something like that. <laughs> yeah. And you don't really notice because you're just kind of hanging out and like there's probably like maybe there's like breadsticks on the table or something. Oh man, yeah. You so had you're not me really like for sure. So you're not really like concerned about it. Right, right. But then like all of a sudden the manager comes out and is like, We're really, really sorry about your weight. Like, we're gonna make the meal free. And you're like, Oh. You're like, Yeah, that's right, damn it. <laughs> okay. We like you kind of check your, you kind of like check your phone. It's like, were we here for a long time? <laughs> I had that happen at an Olive Garden once. Nice. And I was just like, like, to be fair, we were with a bunch of other people. And I think somebody complained Probably, about how yeah. long it was taking. But like, I was just sitting there and I was like, I, I was just, I was just talking with people and just hanging out and not really noticing. Mm-hmm. And then like the manager came by and was like, we're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like here's what we're gonna do for you and i was like oh wow, yeah that's great. i, I mean i'll take it yeah you didn't really have to do that i was not upset but but I, but I someone be... does so we got free stuff <laughs> yeah. 
one time I never had that specifically. The only the only incident, well, that I can think of right now. I've had some weird restaurant incidents. Like, okay, actually there's two things. One time my 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 um my good buddy Matt, my brother, we were uh we were we were driving where were we going? I don't even remember. But we were I think it was when we were when we were moving him to California. And so we were driving across America and we stopped at a Culver's and we were mm. sitting there, we were just eating our our food and Boy, Culver's is a dangerous place to stop on a road trip. <laughs> it is. But so we were eating our food and I was like, man, I could really go for a chocolate shake. Like that sounds real good. And because we didn't get any ice cream. I was like, you know, they got good ice cream. And so like, I'm gonna go get one. And as I was getting up, a waitress came over, was like, hey, we made too many chocolate shakes. Do you want this one? And we were like, what the hell? Yes. Yes, absolutely we want this. So they <laughs> someone just walked over and handed us a, a free chocolate shake. That was super weird, but awesome. Um and then the, yeah, the, the, I have been the beneficiary of like, Hey, we have too many of these. Do you want one? Yeah. Like what, what a, what a, what a treat, that especially is, when it's actually feeling. what you were going to purchase. Like we were literally going to get up and buy it. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let me give this to you for free. It's like, wow, that's fantastic. But no, the, the first th thought I was thinking of was I was, I don't remember how old I was. I want to say I was in middle school or something like that. Maybe a little bit younger, but we were at a Mexican restaurant and not that, that matters at all, but we were at a restaurant and um, somebody uh, like a waiter <laughs> dumped a pitcher of water on my head, mm -hmm. like ice water it was freezing cold. And so they felt super bad. So they gave us like free meals and, and they gave me a giant bowl of ice cream, which is kind of funny since they had dumped freezing cold water on my head. <laughs> but, but hey, I was excited because it's a giant bowl of ice cream and I'm like 10 or 11 or whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would be excited now as an adult as well. So it's, the age has no relevance on my excitedness to to ice cream ratio. Yes. It's kind it of like uh, like one thing that sticks out in my mind. Do you remember your first experience at a buffet? My first time at a buffet? No. Like as would, a kid? Not really, because there was one that we went to a decent amount of times when I was... there. Oh God, where was it? There was one we went to a few, that, quite a bit as a kid, like an often enough that I don't remember the first time we were there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So no, I don't remember. So I, it wasn't a super common thing for me growing up. Yeah. Um, but I will always remember going to a Golden Corral with my grandmother. <laughs> well, I mean, who else would you go with? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It was like. I, I don't remember why we were up so early. Oh, my. You're going like, you're going I, Corral at 7 in the morning. It was earlier than that. It was dark oh, out. Holy crap. No, I've, I I've never even like, been to a buffet that early. It, like, I was really young. I was probably like 7 or 8. Okay. Um, And it was... I, I feel like there was some kind of family circumstance going on where, like, we someone had to be picked up from somewhere or someone, like... Something was going on, and we had to go out early, and so my grandmother just decided to treat me to, to Golden Corral nice. for breakfast, which, yeah. if you're gonna go to a buffet, breakfast is a pretty nice time to go. It is. Because, like, you can mess up, like lunch and dinner entrees at a at a buffet place but it's pretty hard to mess up pancakes and waffles well and yeah all the breakfast things and and even a lot of times breakfast at at those kinds of buffets they still have 
some lunch things too because it's like a brunch it's true yeah yeah, yeah. um so it's a it's an excellent time i would agree with that mm-hmm. so that was like that was the reason i bring the reason i brought this up is because that sticks out in my in my mind because that was kind of my first experience with like she was just like yeah go get whatever you want you can just you go you grab a plate, a plate and you just grab any food that you want to eat right now. And I found an ice cream machine and I was like, oh, my God, this is the best place on earth. I can have ice cream at like 530 in the morning. <laughs> I mean, that's the real that's the truth right there of of a, of a uh, buffet, right? Like just eat literally whatever you want as yep. much as you want. Yeah. Ice cream. Yep. Of course. I would like a, a cinnamon roll. Here it is. <laughs> well, hey, you know, this is perfect. Actually, somehow this is perfect because the buffet, most of the time, are just good enough. <laughs> and and, it, it, and that's that's exactly what it needs to be. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's, it's good enough. And speaking of good enough, we played Donkey Kong Country 2 this week. No. That was last week, wasn't it? Jesus Christ, I am so tired. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you were, we played. You played. Actually, well, yeah, you played Spanky's Quest. Yeah, I did. Let me help you out. <laughs> Thanks. I played it literally like twelve hours ago, <laughs> without no sleep in between. That's maybe the issue. That's probably part of it. I should probably. I should probably do some sleep. Right, Man, well, it we'll seemed be... like such a good segue, and it was. It was just a segue <laughs> to the wrong game. So we'll we'll be back in three hours after you've had a nap. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Spanky's Quest, the other monkey game. Yes. The not, one that is the topic of this week's podcast, not last week's podcast. <laughs> it's an it's an excellent game. Um, Probably the best we've played on the podcast so far. OK, listen. You seem to be under the you seem to be under the interpretation that I'm going to trash this game. I don't think you are. No. I actually I, had fun. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I, I watched you play it a bit. I could tell you were enjoying it. It was not one of those painful experiences. To be, to be fair, it actually seemed. It's not a game that I would ever want to play myself. Like, I, I would never have bothered playing it ever. But I it's watching you play. It was pretty fun. And it seemed like a game that you were honestly having a good time with. Yeah, it, it honestly was. So Spanky's Quest is a 1991 SNES and Game Boy game. Yes. But I played the SNES version from because it will be coming on or coming or Jesus. It will be <laughs> as of the time of release. It will be on SNES online on the Switch online service. I don't I don't know like is it SNES online is it Switch online SNES is it like how do we refer to this actually I I don't know I just call it Nintendo online I think but it's like the SNES Nintendo yeah whatever I I it's delineate on the, it's on that. I delineate uh, like NES online and SNES online because they're technically different apps on the mm -hmm. on the Switch itself but like they True. don't they might as well not be Hmm I don't know it doesn't it's it's you get you get it all. So as long as you, you kind of get an idea of what you're saying, yeah, then it's yeah. fine, because then whoever's listening will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, OK, I, I, this is a game that I probably won't ever play. But thanks for letting me know it's there. 
I mean, that's yeah, that's sort of all the all of their releases. But, yes, that's that's what I mean. <laughs> it's it's still I, I I know we've harped on this a lot, and we we all know the reasons why, but it's still sort of mind blowing that there's just like at least release at least when they were doing the Donkey Kong Country series, it's like fine, they're releasing one real game and then four kind of whatever games. Yeah, it's just strange to me that for the last two game drops in February and now, it's just like yeah, we don't care. We actually just don't care. <laughs> they really don't. I mean, so it's, I, I feel like they kind of I feel like Nintendo sort of feels like the value of those game libraries is already there. And right, having it's like, your and having your like Mario, Mario, Zelda, you know, they um, have Mario, Zelda, Metroid, Metroid yeah, and Kirby Kirby. For the most part, they have uh, actually. Yeah, I think they have all almost all the Kirby games that were released on both of those consoles. Yeah, I think they have uh they have Dream Chorus, Dreamland 3 and Superstar, right? Is Avalanche one? Or do I feel like that's a game? They don't have Kirby's Avalanche, but they do have a different non-branded Puyo Puyo game. Okay, so yeah. Um I think I think that by that they're like, yeah, screw it, we don't care anymore cuz they're never going to release Earthbound unless it's unless they're trying to Really, I don't know. I just don't think they'll they're do it. They're never going to release Earthbound, not for money. Right, right. Because they're gonna they're gonna release it with. There will be like some collector's edition, or there'll be some. It'll be like a limited time release, like Fire Emblem was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I I imagine that next, or it was like two weeks away from now, two and a half weeks or something, when they do E three, they're gonna announce the Zelda thirty fifth anniversary collection or something like that. They're they have to do something for those. Um but it does it just seems like Nintendo doesn't care about the online service cuz they haven't even added I thought they were going to add Game Boy games at some point like I'm not expecting 64 games that I I get it that they they don't want to do that for whatever reason maybe mm-hmm. licensing and stuff but I thought they I honestly did think they would add Game Boy maybe uh maybe Game Boy Advance games just because that would like give a, them a lot to choose from there's a lot of good stuff on GBA I mean it almost if you if you had those four consoles as Switch Online, they would have games that they could release forever, even if it's just trash, like <laughs> like they've been releasing. But at least we'd get yeah. more of it because oh, then would we might absolutely get absolutely like... get Action Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would absolutely one hundred percent. It's 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 weird because you know it's it's like so Natsume had some they actually had some decent games that they released, but those are not the ones that they're re- releasing on the Switch Online service. And, right. and Spanky's Quest is it's not a bad game. It's it's as we've stated, <laughs> it's good enough. It, it is good it gets enough. The, gets the it job is, done. It is weird and unique. Yeah. And it's weird and unique in ways that are not always altogether good. Mm-mm. But I appreciate it regardless. Yeah. So why don't we? Uh, why don't you, at rather, talk about the like? Explain the game to the fine listeners. All right. So best I can best I can describe Spanky's Quest. It is essentially a puzzle platformer. Yeah, um, that seems right. With probably more emphasis on platformer than puzzle. Yeah, because but... most of the puzzles are just sort of don't die <laughs> kind of just like navigate some of the some of the stages are sort of maze like yeah but um but essentially you play as a monkey who is presumably spanky yeah i believe i believe you're spanky because it's it's got to be you got to be spanky because it's his quest right i mean and everyone else in the game is fruit so 
except for the witch and the crow. Yeah. yeah, like basically the story of the game is like the monkey is walking through the forest for a picnic and then a witch shows up and drops a building on him. Yeah, it, he like, she, builds she is, a building around him. She, yeah, I was going to say, I, I looked up the manual and there's like a whole story in it uh, where it's where it's like one page of 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 story where Spanky's walking home and then this person just starts dropping bricks all around him and he's like, hey, that's not cool. Let, let me out of here. And then she's like, ha ha ha. No, I think I'll turn your backpack fruit into enemies. And, and, that's, and that's, so she did. And she did. And so the game basically involves the the main gameplay loop is there are there are enemies in the stage that are just walking fruit or in yeah. some cases jumping fruit. Yeah, sometimes it's like like the lemon doesn't have feet or yeah. legs, but some do. Floating fruit. Yeah, they're sentient they're... fruit <laughs> with their their only goal is to murder you. Apparently. I guess you've been eating them, so they want revenge. That does actually sort of make sense. I feel like that's that's gotta be Despite you being a monkey, none of the fruits that you actually have in your backpack are a banana. To be fair, I guess that works uh, canonically. How do you say that? Canonically? Canonically, I said it right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because he's eating his banana, and she only turned his fruit in his backpack into into your enemies. You know what? Touché. He ate all of the bananas. Well played. And that's that's why. Well played. <laughs> so the main... It, most platformers, you'd think you have some sort of like punch or a sword or you just jump on things' heads. None of that here. No. None of that here. Um, don't touch the fruit. You don't touch anything. You True. don't t- Or any of the enemies, rather. You touch basically everything else. <laughs> don't You don't touch any of the, the fruit enemies, though. You... Your primary mode of attack is to toss out a little bubble out in front of you, which you then have to, like, bounce on your head. Yes. And every time you bounce on it, the bubble gets bigger, and then you pop it, and out comes some sort of sports ball. Obviously. Like, corresponding to the number of times you bounced it. Yeah, because it's... it's I mean, what what else would happen? And all of the sports balls have different attack types. Um, yeah. So the the first one, if you were to just throw it out, if you and just then throw, pop it yeah. immediately, you just throw just out. A, yeah, you just throw out the ball and you pop the you pop the bubble immediately. It just it just spawns a little baseball, which can just you know, and the baseball will just hit an enemy and knock it out. And then if it's carrying something like a key, then you get the key. And the object of the game is essentially to get enough keys to go through the doors. Yeah. Because each each stage has a door, has an exit door that has a certain number of locks on it. And then you have to collect the keys from that stage to get out of that level. But then some stages have too many keys, so you can actually carry over extra keys. Which is pretty cool. Well, yeah, it's it's a nice so. it's a nice uh, feature where you can actually like and there's bonus doors that don't require as many keys at all. Um, I feel like that's nice in the later levels because there's a few times where it's like, I'm done with this stage. Yep. <laughs> and you just exit because you yeah, have to Yeah, you can just come in two. with like an extra stock of keys and be like, I do not want to deal with going through this, so I'm just going to leave. Yeah, I, I like that, actually. So, um, 
yeah, so you can bank them on the on the stages that you're having an easier time with and then just spend them to get out of a more difficult stage quicker. Yeah. But balls anyway. Um <laughs> you throw out the you throw out the bubble and you pop it and it and a baseball just kind of drops down in the same arc that the uh that the bubble's moving in. Um if you bump it on your head once, the bubble turns green and then when you pop it out comes a cascade of soccer balls. Yes. Um, you bump it a, a second time and it becomes yellow and then it spawns a volleyball and the volleyball is only a single, it's only a single ball. But if you, if it hits something, then it actually does like a weird, like a weird, like spread. Yeah. Like spirals thing. in a circle and it yeah. kind of like gets bigger. Like it sort of pulses bigger. Yeah. And it, uh, and it does like damage over time. And continues to damage anything that comes into contact with it while it's doing its little spread animation. And it stun locks whatever enemy it hits. Yes. Which is to super be, good on bosses. I was about to say, to be fair, the, the damage over time mechanic. Well, we think it's damage over time. It is. Uh, no, it is. Oh, you're sure? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, that, uh, it really only matters on bosses because everything else dies in one hit, doesn't it? Um, mostly, yes. Aside okay. from bosses, yes. I think there's a couple things that can actually like there's a couple things. I think they're supposed to be like durians or something. I think they are. Yeah. That, that have like, like lychee, a... lychee food, like the ones with like the little spiky ball outside. Yeah. 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 I think those ones can actually like deflect some of the weaker. Like, I think they can deflect like the baseball. So you can't just hit them with that. You have to hit them with something a little heavier duty. <laughs> Fun, funny story about the. Those that fruit, if it is, I think they're called lychee, like L Y C H E. Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. I know what you're talking um, about. When we were in uh, Japan, we had we had a breakfast at like a traditional style uh, small inn, mm-hmm. and they served those. And we, I didn't want to be rude, but we didn't know what they were, so I just like popped the whole thing in my mouth. Oh my god! With like the spiky outside, I was like, "This is this is freaking awful!" And I'm just like chewing it. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can't spit it out. <laughs> But it was it was it was going down like it was it was like decomposing or whatever in my mouth as I as I masticate on this spiky ball with this sort of fruity inside. And then I just swallowed the thing because I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, that kind of hurt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <It> was... So. <laughs> so that um, happened. So I could just sit here and laugh at you and be like, lol, what an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Or I could admit that literally four days ago, I did the exact same thing with edamame. <laughs> oh, I, I, yep, I've done that. Yes. Yep. You, uh, fun fact, if you're, if you get served edamame in the pods, you don't eat the pods. Yeah, I was eating the pods like this food kind of sucks. I don't know why this gets eaten all the time. <laughs> like, why is it so tough? It's so hard to chew. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good when you eat it. <laughs> And then you get to the the beans on the inside. And it's like, oh, these are not bad. Yeah, these are these are good. I don't this know if it's not, worth that's the... actually all right. But this pod sucks. It's not worth the trouble of eating the pod. Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not supposed to eat the pod. You're supposed to take it out of the pod, and you're supposed to just eat the beans because that's the good part. <laughs> the pod is actually considered inedible. 
I didn't realize that. And then I brought it up to some friends who I'm going out to the same Korean food place that served them. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't like edamame because the because uh, the pod was 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 kind of <laughs> like kinda tough. It was kind of tough and hard to eat. I didn't enjoy it. And they were like, I think you're supposed to take it out of the pod. And then everyone laughed at me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening, ha ha, <laughs> I'm not very smart. Well, so yeah, that's great. I, solidarity on eating the casing of a food because you don't know better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Today, I will go eat a lemon with the peel on. <laughs> you know what? It's it's okay. We 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 sometimes just make mistakes. Yep. So, anyway, um, yeah. So the um, those things can like deflect a shot, but I think other than that, basically everything dies in one hit. Yeah. And even those, I think, die in one hit. It just has to be a particular type of hit. It has to be like a bigger size. You can't use the baseball. It's like, get away from me, baseball. But if it's bigger than that, I think it kills it. Yeah, it just it just kind of plinks off. And then the uh, if you bounce it the third time, then the bubble becomes orange and then it pops like a spread shot of basketballs. Yeah, it takes up like the entire screen. Yeah, it's great. If, if, If they're below you, I mean, really, really good crowd control. Yeah. So that's and basically you just hit something with you just hit the enemies on the screen with those sports balls and and then you collect the keys in the stage and then you go to the door and you move on to the next stage. Yeah. And then there's five bosses and then the game ends with a boss rush and a final boss and then you're done. Yeah. And, and it actually, it's pretty I say forgiving. there's five stages. There's five worlds comprised of 10 stages and a boss. Yes. Yeah, so that's better. technically there are 50 stages and then five bosses that you fight that you fight twice each and then a final boss that you fight once. Yeah. And and aside from the like not the last boss, but the 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 great boss, the. Um, yes, the, it's it's fairly I feel like it's a pretty forgiving sort of experience because there's an unlimited amount of continues. You do have to start over in the, on the world. Yes. Which which could be rough, but, it, you know, you don't have to start over from the beginning of the game, which is always, you know, you, you don't know. You don't know how it's going to be with old games like that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's always I mean, that's something we've run into a bunch of times is like, <laughs> I think never more infamously than with the peacekeepers. Yeah. Jesus. Where it was like. You know, you get to a certain point. It's like, okay, do we have like a couple of continues or lives or do we have unlimited? (laughs) Like those are the options. You either have all of them or you have a very limited number and they're and they communicate that. And then there's the peacekeepers where it's like you have like, what was it? Twelve. It's like twelve in the US version instead of 30. Yeah. And you have no idea. And so you lose like six or seven. And you're like, well, there's no indication that we're going to run out. So I guess we're not going to run out. I guess it must be unlimited. And then all of a sudden it's like game over. And you're like, "Uh, uh, why? (laughs) No, what? Why? And then then you try to save state for a while to push past. And then we're like, no, no, no. This game's it's not worth it. Yeah. So honestly... It's possible that, like, maybe Spanky's Quest has limited continues, and I just didn't get there. Oh, I guess that's true. We don't actually know for, like, 100%. But it did seem... I mean, there's a password system. So, and... That's true, It's yeah. the funniest password system ever, because it's literally <laughs> just a three-digit number. 
yeah. They, they don't even do anything weird with it. No, it's like, it, like you, you've played, you've played games where like the password is just like fifty random symbols. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Where it's, it would be impossible to to guess. Yeah, and the O looks like the zero. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's it was literally just like I got to stage two. It was like password one one six. I was like, oh, that's oh, hey. oh, that's easy. I could actually just remember that without writing it down. In fact, oh, I weird. did just now. Unless it was one one eight, I'm not sure. But I think six 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 seems what what it was. Yeah, in my in my memory. But again. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. We, you don't need to use it. No, but but like that says to me, if there's a password system, why would they give you the game over just to let you go back and punch the password in to get right back there? Yeah, it seems weird. So like I'm going to assume unlimited continues. So it is like basically you're in like stage two one and you have like it's unforgiving in that one hit kills true right it's one hit kills and but you have you you do you do have lives so you don't have to like right uh, but it's one hit kills but then i i guess it's more like you have one life with a certain number of uh with a certain number of health pips it's okay yeah it's more the way sure. it works because yeah it, i like that it brands it as lives but you just like if you get hit you just continue from where you are Right. Yeah. You don't even you don't even you don't have to start the stage over. You don't you die, but it's just sort of like taking a hit. But you have three hits until you die or whatever it is. Right, 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 right. And then you can find more hits because there's a a lot. I think there's like at least there's probably a bonus stage on every stage, but you have to find it or something. Maybe I don't Mm -hmm. know. I didn't actually look into that, but it seemed like you were finding bonus stages. At Uh, one point, I feel like I found them in like four stages in a row. Yeah. And I don't think I like I agree. I don't think they are in every stage, but there are definitely a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And the bonus stages are like all the bonus stages are the same because the only objective is just like here is a giant bubble and like keep it, keep it like juggled on screen. By just like bouncing it straight up and not losing control of it. Like, yeah, it's like seven or eight times or something like that. And then it pops and you get a one up and then you can leave. And the only thing that changes is like the the floor surface changes a little bit. Like mm-hmm. sometimes there's conveyor belts and sometimes there's uh, sometimes there's ice and sometimes there's like a couple little obstacles you have to jump over. But like it's really generally pretty easy to keep the bubble on screen. I only lost it like once. Wow. And. I only lost it like once and it was and that was when I was just experimenting to see if I could like not move because it kind of like the first three or four times it just kind of like popped up straight off of my head. And I was like, yeah, I just stay here and not move and it'll just stay there because <laughs> like easiest bonus game ever. But no, you could not. It started to move. It started to it's like after about the third or fourth bounce, it started to shift very slightly to the right. And it's got that sort of like uh, that sort of like arcanoid physics of like the the angle that the bubble bounces determines is determined by like the angle that it actually hits your head. Okay. And like the, the direction that you're moving. Actually, I have a lot to say about the physics. Oh, wow. Because they're they're pretty good. Yeah. The. 
it's fairly sophisticated, actually, like, keeping that bubble balanced. And the way you actually, like, bounce it back and forth by, like, either hitting it on its on its edge, sort of, to, like, to, like, push it in one direction or sort mm-hmm. of, like, nudge it one way. Or, like, hit it moving in a certain... Hit it, like, while you're running to move it in, yeah. a, certain, in a certain direction. And then, like, there's a lot of variance in... That also affects the the angle that the ball actually comes out of the bubble when you pop it. So That's like, cool. so like the, uh, so like the balls will actually like pop out in it going in a totally different direction based on whether it's moving up or down when you actually hit the button to pop it. Right. Like it actually affects the physics and the angle that the, the angle that they actually move when, when you choose to, when you choose to, to pop it out. That's kind of impressive. And it, yeah, there's a lot of uh it's like kind of sneaky sophisticated for such a for such a silly game. I like there's a lot there's a lot in there that I actually that I actually really appreciate. Um the fact that the only manner of attack that you have is to throw something up in front of you and then wait for it to come down and hit something. Yeah. Means that all of the combat in this game is super not not precise but deliberate i mean yeah you have to you have to you have to do it you have to do it on purpose yeah every like like you especially the final boss you have to plan your moves out you have to know exactly what you're doing because basically like you have to really plan everything out all of your attacks are like going to actually hit probably five seconds after you hit the attack button Mm -hmm. because you're when you hit the attack button you're just throwing the you're throwing the bubble out right right and so you have to you have to plan out like okay i have time to bump it once bump it twice now get it in the right position (laughs) so that it's actually moving towards the boss or they're moving towards it and then pop it with the right timing so that it's like so that it is moving in the right direction and doesn't just like fall too quickly yeah like there's a lot that goes into it that's actually more in depth than i would have guessed it's more in depth than it probably looks but it's it it surprisingly works really well the it's just a very strange feeling to be in a sort of like 2d platformer like that yeah and not have any any way to like immediately deal with something that's walking towards you (laughs) you know what i mean it's like the most common thing like imagine playing contra and like it's the game starts out with dudes running at you and you have to wait for something to fall on their head (laughs) so you just kind of like run away from them and jump over them and just kind of like it's like it's more like you're setting traps than you're actually attacking directly okay yeah that that makes sense actually because because it's 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 quite delayed well not only that it's traps that you then have to time like so if you want to use a certain type of ball mm-hmm. you have to time when you're hitting the ball yes like so it so it hits so it comes out at the right spot yeah it's actually yeah, kind of absolutely. it's actually a lot of work like a lot of not work is the wrong word but a lot of uh there's a it, lot of it, thought and planning that goes into it yes it's, there's the nothing, deliberate's a good way of thinking about it like you said there is nothing <laughs> again it's a silly game and it's not it like nothing about it is particularly serious, but like when you're playing it, none of your actions are like mindless. 
Right. You can't just sit back and play it. <laughs> yeah. There, there's nothing like it does actually require thought and planning. And that's actually more why I call it a puzzle platformer. Getting mm-hmm. through the stages is not there's nothing puzzling about that. The doors are easy to get to. You just got to pick up keys like it's not a big deal. It's got actually a fun mechanic where you can actually pick up items with the bubbles themselves. Yeah, I like that. I saw that. That was really cool. And um, and it actually has the benefit of like if you do actually get an item in your bubble, it grows to maximum size immediately. <laughs> so you can actually uh, so you can actually use that to your advantage, both to actually gather the item itself from what would otherwise be an unreachable position, because bubbles can actually go through like walls and and floors and stuff like that. Yeah. And it kind of has like a even though the bubble doesn't actually come back to you. Uh, when you grab like keys and stuff, it has sort of a boomerang like it has like a oh, boomerang like effect. So like even or like if, it sucked to you. Yeah. Even if you uh, even if you're not actually like standing under the bubble there, like there can be a key below you and you can just kind of throw the bubble to go through the floor and it'll yeah. just fall off the screen. But the key, the key flies back to you. So you still ah, get that. That's cool. So you can use that to gather items that are that you don't have access to. You can use that to uh, you can use that to like get a quick like get a quick basketball spread to like handle a bunch of uh, handle a bunch of enemies all at once. There's like there like again, sneaky sophistication in the uh, in the in the physics and the actual strategy of the game. It, like I think navigating the actual stage and and figuring out like how to use your attacks really, really deliberately is why I consider it sort of puzzle-like. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And in that sense, like, again, I I cannot stress enough how strange and unique it is to have to fight like that. Like, the idea that there is a game game like that where you don't have any sort of jump attack or punch attack or short range just, like, stun or anything like that like everything has to be everything has to be planned out in this in this particular way. Yeah, I can't think of a game that does that. Besides, I've never like the the way the combat works and even just progressing through a level is totally unique. Yeah, it really is. It really really is. And like in that sense, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um some of the stages because you don't have a whole lot of like direct there's not a whole lot of like twitch reaction control you have over the character. Sure. So there's not much you can do when you're. Um... Yeah, there's not a whole lot you can do if there's something just running at you and you can't get away from it, especially if it's like a narrow corridor that you can't like jump over it or something. One well, in some levels are sort of designed. Yes. They're interesting, but sort of poorly designed in the sense that you can't see what's coming and you just get hit by an enemy. Yes. Like you, ha- you actually a- have zero control over getting hit. There is a lot of weird trolly crap where there's just like, especially in some of the later stages, there's like cannons. Yes. Yep. That will fire you and also enemies across the stage. And so you're just walking around minding your own business. And then like a, an enemy just zooms in. <laughs> from the side of the screen (laughs) sort of hilarious but really stupid honestly yeah and 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 just uh it just zooms in from the side of the screen and just and just like takes a life from you and then some of the later stages also just 
So all of this stages uh, loop vertically. Yeah, which is awesome. It is really cool. So like you basically just you basically just continue to like some of them you just continue to fall and there's only like a couple of platforms to land on and you just kind of go from place to place. But the enemies also endlessly fall with you. Yes. And they fall very quickly and it is basically impossible to move out of their way. So I lost a lot of lives to that later on. And that did not feel good. Like just going around minding your own business and then just having something fly in way faster than you can move or react to it, especially considering all the sprites are really big and you don't move that fast. Right. Like it's not something it's literally not something you can control. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. So like that sucks and was frustrating. It's not so it's, you know, and the game in general, like has some has some jank to it. I beat it in yes. like two hours, so it's not particularly two hours, but I use save states. I was about so. to say, I, th- it would, I don't know how much longer it would have been, but it would have been longer than two hours for sure. Yeah. With without save states, just just primarily because of the, the great boss, the great boss alone would have taken some time. Yeah, that boss was a real, real POS. Although, you know, if you go in there with a couple of extra lives, less so. Like, it took a long time for me because I was trying to beat it in one shot. That's a good point, yeah. But, uh, but still, not, not easy by any, by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I I still think it's a, it's a, I think it's, the difficulty is fair for the time, but it's still hard. Yeah. And again, forgiving because you have, you do have your, uh, your unlimited lives or your unlimited continues. Mm-hmm. And basically the way the continues work out is like you, I mentioned there's five worlds and they have 10 stages and a boss. So basically if you die on stage, like say three, seven, and you lose all your lives and you get game over, you yes. just start again from three, one. Right. And then, so you basically have to beat a world and its boss on one set of lives. Yeah. It's, I mean, that is actually, that's, that's pretty, it's, it's, it's difficult. Um, but totally but, doable, but I think it's still, yeah, exactly. Totally doable. Even, even on a rental period, it's doable. Yeah. Um, what else? The music is fantastic. That's what I was about to say. You can't forget the music. The music, the, the music like jammed out from start to finish. And I was like, I, I don't understand why this is like this, but it's really, really good. Like every track was a banger. Honestly, even if you don't look up the game or you don't play the game ever, or you don't care at all, just, just, just at least listen to the soundtrack. Seriously. It's, it's super cool. And they're going to hear like one and a half tracks just from listening to this, just from listening to this podcast. So like, if you like what you hear at the end of this, go check out the rest of it. Cause it's all of similar quality. And they're, they're not long songs, obviously. They're no, they're, they're short loops, uh, but they're cool. But they're they're nice grooves. I dig it. They're just they're nice little grooves. Like it felt it felt like stage four, I think, in particular, I ended up playing like three or four times like that one. Just yes. that, I just kind of got stuck on that one for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I heard that song probably more than any. I did not dislike it. <laughs> like normally you you keep doing you keep it in like the same stage song for a long time and it's it's starting you have to keep redoing it and redoing it eventually yeah. it becomes synonymous with pain <laughs> but i i it didn't i still liked it it's still a good time so yeah like 
Music is good. The art is weird, but kind of nice. It's pretty good. Oh, I, I noticed actually, um, I noticed something specific and I don't think I mentioned it on the stream itself. Every like minor enemy, all the little fruit guys have a unique like celebration sprite for if they actually hit you. Yeah, it will, and they have an idle, like a, like a little animation they do. It's not idle necessarily, but it's like a little animation they do sometimes while doing something else. Yeah. Like like the tomato or the apples will uh they like they like brush their hair with a comb or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those are strawberries. The ba- the apples oh, are the, the strawberries that do it. Oh that's right. The apples are the ballerinas, yeah. Yes, the strawberries. These are these are sentences that make sense in a context. <laughs> the ballerinas are apples. Yeah, ac- the, oh. the apples are ballerinas. The but it's the strawberries that brush their hair with a comb. Of course, I mean, obviously. <laughs> okay, so God. I, I I just looked up the manual, and this actually has the names of these. This will be kind of fun. So the strawberries are strawbees. They're smug and narcissistic. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can, I like... She's concerned kinda, about hairstyle. You kind of get that. She is, however, short-tempered. <laughs> oh, apparently they were chestnuts. Those, those, the things oh, we were talking about Oh, that makes sense. If angered, they jump out of control. There's lemon instead of lemon. They're cute babies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's, there's meloon, melon, melon, okay. I guess. Yeah, huh? M-E-L-U-N, orangey. Um, this orange, which was in... Spanky's lunch has become a monster. <laughs> Shows no emotion, but is a coward at heart. <laughs> okay. Uh, Appley. Like, oh. I'm not, I, I don't know that I've ever tried roasted orange, but, uh, <laughs> damn. Um, there's Appley, which they're, they're, they have dreams of becoming a star. Then yep. there's Kiwi Wee. Um, when they just go, I guess, I don't know. There's Morty the Crow, which is the crow that, that that when there it's the it's the time it's the time limit crow mm-hmm. his name morty the crow mm-hmm. uh, guess what the boss is called the first boss that's an apple so they do have names they do this name when so you may not get it but when you hear it, you're gonna be like oh my god of course this uh, is al nope mac wait mac the apple i don't get it Macintosh, M-A-C. Oh, oh, that kind of Mac. Yes. I was thinking Mac with a K, and I was like, like the truck? Oh, okay, yeah. I could see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, or Mac the is... knife? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just, just Mac the apple, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Then there's the pineapple boss, who, by the way, I, I don't know if there's ever been a more trolley boss. Oh man, the the one that just like charges straight at you full speed ahead and then gets like three pixels from you and then starts doing a slow hop so you can run underneath it. Yeah, like it's I don't even so know if it's stressful. Will, does it will it ever actually hit you? I mean, if you don't if you don't move under it when it when it hops. You, you think so? I I was wondering cuz doesn't it jump over does it jump over you? It does, but I think you still have to slide a little bit to the side. Okay, okay. It, you know, it it also, I feel like, is probably designed to get you to try to jump over it. Yeah, to spook you. Because it's, it's charging straight at you, so if you... You're like, oh god, you, oh god. Yeah, if you if you just panic jump to try to get over it, it's like, nah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right, that's gotta be it. It's, it's actually, it was actually really fun. I actually really liked fighting that boss. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's its whole attack pattern is like the the trolliest. <laughs> it really is because it comes at you way faster than you can run. It's super stressful. But then, like every single time it gets close to you, it just starts doing this super like almost slow motion hop. <laughs> so his name is Sluggo, the pineapple second tower boss. He is a hood. Sluggo likes to inflict damage on others. He does not like anything, especially his cute face. <laughs> Man, he does not like anything is a mood. <laughs> That's Sluggo. All right. Uh, then there's Fatso the watermelon. Okay. He's calm and restrained. He has a dignified character. Very nearsighted. He sometimes does not see Spanky. <laughs> oh, I, I guess that explains why he just fire why he just spits out the watermelon seeds in the same direction every time regardless of my position i think so yes also very dignified character who attacks (laughs) exclusively by spitting its own seeds (laughs) super dignified very dignity wow uh then there's there's pp the pp peach pp is cute but a little bit dull she is however confident Child Peach is playful. <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on. Jesus. Uh, then there's uh, Vito Mascotone, who is the the grapes, obviously. Uh, father of many children, not to bore them, moves around here and there. He throws his children up in the air to play. He is a very busy father. <laughs> is it? I... Wait, does that imply that the... The boss itself is like the grape stem and the grapes themselves are the children. I th- I think so. Cause it's like, the, he has like those big eyes. Remember? Yeah. And, and, when you it, kill and, him... and like all of the individual grapes also had like faces. Yeah. Those are his children. He's, he's the father of all those grapes. Huh? I, I, yep. That woof. <laughs> Yikes. And, then we have uh, Morticia, who is the, the witch. Of course. Lord of all the monsters. Yep. She uses her magic broom to try and defeat Spanky. And then the thing that she becomes is Morty Crow when it's like the big version of the Timing Crow. Yeah. Uh, when she's defeated, her real self appears. She is only about the size of Spanky. If you don't defeat her at this point, she'll turn into a huge crow and will keep attacking relentlessly until Morticia is defeated and when, when she is small. So yeah, you have to kill her when she's small, which you did figure out. Yeah. Obviously, because you and- beat the game. Yeah, so it was kind of like you have to, like, she has a vulnerable phase and then an invulnerable phase, and every time, like, the vulnerable phase is timed, and then the invulnerable phase is like, okay, now you have to, now you have to beat this, but, like, then that will restart the timer on the vulnerable phase. Yeah. But let me tell you, I don't know what it was, but, like, boy, it was tough to hit. (laughs) like the the tiny witch yeah well of course it it was she's super small she moves pretty quickly and you have no way to attack things that are like horizontal to you yeah 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 it was is super tricky like yeah that that seemed painful it was in a way it's kind of a perfectly designed final boss for this game like and it's so hilarious because it is It is literally just a small enemy that walks back and forth on the stage. (laughs) Yeah. That's literally all it was. And occasionally it hesitates. The hardest thing to hit in this game. But because 
This is a game where everything is about like timing your timing your hits and and bouncing everything and thinking like five to ten seconds ahead. It is so hard to like predict like those little hesitations and the stops that she does. Yeah, like just once in a while are just enough to throw your whole timing off, and you don't have all that much time to like actually to, to actually like yeah to adjust and to actually get something out. It's just, it was, it's so hilarious because it doesn't seem like there's anything about it that should be difficult, but it was difficult. It was like the most difficult thing. And it was just a small enemy walking around. <laughs> it's kind of brilliant. You know, like in, in anything, in any other video game, the final boss, the final phase of the final boss would have been like the first enemy that you meet. Yeah, I mean, because it was, this game's she's design is so bizarre. It ends up being like the hardest thing to do. <laughs> you you know, it's too bad you didn't uh, bother to to beat this back when you were a kid on on the Super Nintendo, because the, in the manual, there is a game master challenge. Oh, no. Where if you defeat the game and take a picture of the ending screen with your face in it for SNES and NES games, because this is all for other a couple other Natsume games as well. Okay. Send the picture to Natsume, and you'll be uh, designated a Natsume Game Master, and you will get the following things. Okay. A Game Master sweatshirt. What? Not available in stores. Please specify size. They were they sent you a sweatshirt. Okay. You got a Game Master certificate suitable for framing. Sure. And Game Master's names will appear in the Natsume newsletter. Huh. And there were five games at the time of Today this. I learned there was a Natsume newsletter. Yeah, didn't know that either. Uh, you, you could you could do it for Spanky's Quest, both at Super Nintendo and the Game Boy versions. Something Tailgater, I don't know. All right. Scat. Oh my classic. god, I forgot that was a Natsume game. Yep. Um, was, wasn't the music pretty decent in Scat? It was. Probably it's the same, the same guy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and then some penguin game that I can't read the, the first half of the name, but it looks like it's something penguin. Okay. Sure. But yeah. You, you could have gotten multiple Natsume Game Master sweatshirts. Huh. I, I am wonder. admittedly a little sad that I didn't do that. I, know. I did actually play this game as a kid. This was part of the reason that I suggested we play it this week is because I saw it coming out on, on Switch Online. And for and the first time ever, you were like, hey, I actually know that game. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say the first time, but it was definitely I know, I know. it was it was a game that like because it's so weird and bizarre and because I, I I had a vague memory from my childhood of like, oh, yeah, that game with the with the bubbles and the sports balls. <laughs> Dude, you you have to be one of like 15 people that recognize Spanky's Quest. Like, I, I can't imagine it's. I don't it's, know. Like, I never, like, the name of it did not ring any bells. But then I saw, like, five seconds of the gameplay, and I was like, oh, my God. That's the one with the balls, the sports balls. The one with the balls and the and the, and the the bubble bounce. And, the, and, the, and I specifically remembered the attack patterns. Like, <laughs> yeah, you did, because you, you dove right into like, the game. Oh, yeah, it's like baseball, soccer ball, volleyball, and basketball, and the basketball like spreads out and it seems like it does the most damage, but then the volleyball does the spread thing. So it's good on bosses. Like I had all of this like strategy stuff stuck in my head and it's like, I had nothing to attach it to. It was just like, I, I just had vague memories of like doing those things with the, with the actual gameplay. 
I mean, there's a real chance you beat the game as a kid. I think I did. Oh, I man, specifically if... remember the great boss. Okay, now then, yeah, it's you... possible maybe we got stuck there because that that is a boss. True, but, but I, mean, I mean, I I may have gotten past it. Yeah, it's totally possible. I don't really remember the boss rush or the um. I don't really remember the boss rush or the 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 witch fight, but I mean, mm. so maybe that part that of the game is the... not especially memorable. So that's true. It might that could have been the ending point, though. It could have. It could have. We may have just gotten up to the to the great boss. I yeah. don't know. But I, regardless, I remembered it, and like it was one of those things where it's like I remembered the game but not like the name of it. And it's the memories are so vague that it's almost like, and it's such a, it's such a like bizarre, obscure game that it's like, it's almost like, did I really play that? Or did I just make, was that, did I dream that? (laughs) Was this, was this, was this real? Like, was that a real thing? Or did I, was that a a weird fever dream? (laughs) Right. I mean, maybe both. Well, it wasn't my fever dream. It may have been Natsume's. <laughs> but regardless, you know, it was a it was a fun little romp of a of a couple of hours and I'm glad that I I'm glad I went back and played it. It was it was silly and fun and I don't know that I would necessarily refer to it as a good game. No. I I can't give it like an everybody needs to play this. It's fantastic, but it's I mean, it, okay. It was a silly and fun use of a of a of a, of a couple of hours. Yeah, and you know, we good enough. I think this. I think it's. I think it's, it falls decidedly in the good enough yeah. category, right? It's it's because it's not bad. No, but it's no, not, not good. At all. Like it's it's like yeah, all right. If this would be one it's, of those, this would be a game you had in your collection as a kid that you sort of played because you're like, yeah, it's fun. I'll play it for a few rounds and then stop. <laughs> like it's, whatever. It's weird that it's, you know what it is? It's not bad. It is strange in a way that you may not appreciate. True. Yeah. So like, I I think it's perfectly valid to be like, I don't like this and I don't like, this is too, this is too weird and janky and roundabout and I don't like this system. Yeah. Like I would, I know I wouldn't have fun playing this game. That's I'm, I'm positive about that. But that doesn't necessarily make it bad because it, no. it executes on what it wants to do. Um, it, it executes on what it wants to do pretty much exactly the way it wants to. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is exactly the game it wants to be and it executes its idea. You may just not like its idea. Yeah, yeah. And that's perfectly valid because it's weird. Mm-hmm. But I had fun with it. I like uh, I like experiences that are sort of unusual and off the beaten path. And this was that. So, yeah, I mean, good time. Soft recommend. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a that's a first, I think, for us. We're usually pretty much far, far. Yes or far. No, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of games, I think, that have fallen in the middle. There's a lot of there's a lot where you. uh yeah, maybe you're right. You maybe fall you're it right. like if you like games where if you like games that are like this, then this You'll one like is fine. This. Yeah, I guess you're right. It happens. I guess it does happen a lot. I I, I, I think it, 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 not everything is a wild guns where we're like, shut up, play this. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh man, Wild Guns was so cool. <laughs> Wild Guns is so cool. Um, but I I don't so you know you know that website the Yeti. This is totally off topic. It has nothing to yeah. do with Spanky's Quest or really even the podcast exactly. Well, kind of the podcast a little. That's bit. fine. Um, so I I I like to look at their T-shirts. They they show up in the my mailbox every day. Although I almost never buy anything. This oh one my god, shake laugh. shake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a shake shake T-shirt. Oh my god, that's so good. I know. I know. I was going to link it to... And I love that color. I was going to link it to, to Jesse and just be like, hey, buy this. <laughs> Dean Dean will like it. Um, But then I thought it'd be more fun to show it to you right now. That's really cute. I do like that. They they do a weird thing with the Yeti where they have like different styles of shirts, but they're like in wildly different colors, but they pretend they're the same color. <laughs> I actually like this color. It's like mint green. Oh, I really like it. But if you click, I, I if you go to the website, it's in quite that color. My Shantae yeah, shirt is pretty close, but I don't think it's quite this. It's more of a, it's more of a teal. <clears throat> it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's actually a good shirt. This like, this like shake, shake image here reminds me of the things that I actually liked about mischief makers. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's why it made me smile when I saw it. Mm hmm. Despite that. what I left off talking about mischief, despite the words that I left us on mischief makers with, um, <laughs> I did have a generally fun time playing that game casually. I just should not have and do not recommend anyone else um, try to go further than that. <laughs> but like as as a as a core experience, it was a good time. I mean, that's that's it's it's fine to have a strong thought about a game in the moment and then be like, you know, well, there's still things I like about it. It's funny. It's it's almost the same pattern as Gunstar Heroes, where we both came into the podcast and we were like, I don't know, it's all right. And then we just started. And then, like, the more we talked about it and started thinking about it, we were like, that game's awesome. So maybe <laughs> yeah. that's just the treasure thing is like the the coolness court. It sort of sets in over time. It might be. Yeah, we, we have to. We'll the have to old try, man like... character needs to not be in it, though. If you can remove <laughs> the old man character from the game altogether, then it's a great game. <laughs> well, we'll have to see what happens if we ever play. Um, what's 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 like? They have a Genesis one that people talk not Gunstar Heroes, but like the is it Heady or Heady or something? Dynamite Heady. Yeah, that one. We, is we that a play treasure that game? Isn't it? I don't. It might be. I don't know. I thought it was. I, I played that game for the achievement on the uh, on the Sonic Genesis collection on 360 and hated it. Oh, God, is it bad? I've never played it. It's not bad. It's just. Yeah, developer's treasure. Yep. You know what it is? It's exactly the same deal as Spanky's Quest. It is. This game is weird in a way that you may appreciate or you may not appreciate it. But this one I did not appreciate. <laughs> okay. It reminded me of playing Pluck. Mm, yeah. But know. without Tim Fallen music. But <laughs> wait, tr tr Treasure did Ikaruga? Oh yeah, that's kind of like their that's like their flagship. That's funny. I didn't know that. That's I, like I, that's I, like the treasure game that they're known for. That's weird. I didn't know that they did that. Huh? That or I think Sin and Punishment. I know Sin and Punishment. Yeah. Which I would also like to play at some point. I I have it on my Wii, since they released it on the Virtual Console. Oh, yeah. I don't know where my Wii is. It's probably on Steam somewhere or something. No way. It's, it's like an N64 game, isn't it? 
like yeah, exclusive. But they, you know, they do like re-releases and and remasters and stuff. I guess it depends on if Nintendo had anything to do with it, because I'm pretty sure one of the departments of Nintendo, like one of their main R&D things or whatever, their development studios helped develop it, I think. I could be wrong. But I think I, Nintendo had their hand in it, which is partially why we we never see anything. Yeah, you might be right. Because nothing Nintendo loves more than to not let people play like, their games. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to our music, don't play our games, and don't you dare give us free advertising by playing them on your YouTube channel. Right. I mean, Ikaruga is on uh, Ikaruga is on Steam. Yeah. The, oh no, like, sorry. I meant Sin and Punishment has like some Nintendo involvement, like Bayonetta two then mm-hmm. yeah, we're probably not getting it anywhere else. But <laughs> yeah. maybe they'll do a Switch re-release or something. Yeah, they'll charge $400 for it. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm on the I'm on the Steam page for Ikaruga and the top the top review is I want the developers of this game to step on me. Oh my god. <laughs> the, the the internet has gone has gone very very uh thank thanks Resident Evil. <laughs> Everybody wants to be stepped on now. See you next week, everybody.